Good morning, my friends, and welcome to this post-Christmas installment of Morning Reload. From high above all other puerile and pedantic forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. Well, good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. I trust that everyone enjoyed all the Yuletide festivities as much as I did. It was a great Christmas for me. Well, on second thought, how could Christmas not be a great time? I have no idea. In any case, this morning's program is brought to you by New Trend Hats. If you're a hat person like I am, you have a hat for every occasion. You may have one for every occasion except this particular instance, when you have to go out and shovel that white stuff off of the front porch. Even though things have kind of warmed up a little bit in the cowboy state, do not be fooled, my friends. This is Wyoming. This little bit of warm weather we're having is only meant to taunt us a little bit. That's right. Pretty soon, we'll have sub-zero temperatures once again. So to keep your ears warm while you're doing all of your work outside, you should go visit New Trend Hats. They have a wide variety of hats for both men and women. So go check out their website, newtrendhats.com, and keep those ears of yours nice and toasty warm. If this cold snap has taught you one thing, it should be to be prepared for you and your animals. They don't like to be out in the 20 below zero weather any more than you do. The best thing that you can do is call my friends Nick and Jesse at Morton Buildings. Their phone number is 307-674-2532. They're the experts in metal building construction. They've been doing it longer than anybody else around, and they definitely do it better than anybody else around. So give them a call. Tell them what you're up to, and they'll handle all the details. Again, their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. In one week, Wyoming will hold the inauguration at the Wyoming Capitol. Next Monday, December 2nd, Governor Mark Gordon will be sworn in for his second term. Chuck Gray will take his oath of office for his first term as Wyoming Secretary of State. Megan Degenfelder will take her role as the Wyoming Superintendent of Public Instruction. Kurt Meyer will be sworn in as Wyoming State Treasurer, as well as Christy Racinas as Wyoming State Auditor. Yes, my friends, next Monday, Cheyenne will be bursting at the seams with pomp and circumstance. And then, eight days later, the 67th Wyoming Legislature will be sworn in. Much of the media coverage is trying to lead you to believe that it will be business as usual in our state's capital. Oh yes, tons of money flowing into Wyoming education. Medicaid expansion is most certainly to pass this time around, as if the eight other times were of no consequence whatsoever. And of course, that the same folks will still be in charge. That is what the media wants you to believe. The truth, however, couldn't be farther from that. Not that long ago, Wyofile published an article entitled Far-Right Lawmakers Prepare to Wield Their Growing Power. The author spent most of his time talking about newly elected majority floor leader Chip Nyman from Hewlett. 
The majority floor leader is the second most powerful position in the Wyoming House, and it is occupied by a member of the House Freedom Caucus. That's a big change, my friends, because up until this year, the Wyoming legislature was dominated by those people who call themselves moderate, but vote alongside the Democrats the vast majority of the time. Redcoats. People who call themselves Republican just so they can get elected and then act just like a Democrat. Of course, all of them distributed campaign literature that had the word conservative emblazoned all over it. Because the vast majority of Wyoming citizens are conservative. They're not progressives. They're not moderates. They have Wyoming values. Most people in Wyoming understand the value of a dollar and they don't believe in spending money that we don't have on things that we don't need. And when we do spend money, we expect to get what we paid for. They don't believe that we need to sexualize young children in our public schools. And the vast majority of the time, people should be left to make their own decisions and not have those decisions made for them. This is a very different vision than how the Wyoming legislature has operated in the recent past, because the Redcoats have been in charge. Of course, that is not the story that we've been told by the Wyoming media or by legislators whose votes do not speak the same language as the one that comes out of their mouth. If you listen to them, we're all Republicans and we all believe in Wyoming values. So why then are Wyoming citizens left to ask the question, well, why is it that what you guys do doesn't even remotely resemble the things that I believe in? Another question I might posit, why is it, if the Wyoming legislature is dominated by Republicans, that the vast majority of the things that come out of the legislature have nothing to do with being a Republican and more closely align themselves with exactly what the Democrat Party wants? Unbeknownst to the Wyophile author, the answer lies about halfway into his article, now, the author is referring to Representative Chip Nyman in the first part of this. Quote, The fact the decision to make him incoming House Majority Floor Leader was made by a vote of 29 to 28 also speaks to the fractured state of the GOP. Now, Republicans who've traditionally occupied leadership posts and pulled the strings in the State House are on the cusp of possibly losing their legislative majority. End quote. Now, what was that? They're on the cusp of losing their legislative majority? How could this possibly be? I mean, we're all Republicans and we all campaigned on being conservative, so why do we have a majority and a minority party within the same party? Well, it's because we're not all conservative Republicans and the vast majority of people who've occupied legislative seats in the recent past have not been conservative, nor have they really been Republicans. That's why the author slipped up and let the little cat out of the bag. Now, you might think that I'm adding a little bit too much political nuance to this whole situation. Now, that could be true if I didn't have the seating chart for the 67th Wyoming House of Representatives. It's great. For the most part, the Redcoats are on the side of the House with most of the Democrats, and then the actual conservative Republicans, yeah, they're on the other side of the house. Two sides of the aisle. Now, if you didn't know all these people, it's really not going to make that much sense to you. But I promise you, my friends, once the voting commences, you're going to see one side of the floor stand up and vote one, si one way, and you'll see the other side of the floor 
vote the other way. It's going to be great. Allow me to give you one example of this. What do Redcoat Steve Harshman, Tom Walters, Carly Provenza, Ken Chestek, Ember Oakley, Bill Henderson, Dan Zwanitzer, Landon Brown, Bob Nicholas, Chad Banks, Barry Crago, Jared Olson, Lloyd Larson, and Clark Stiff, and I've left out a few, what do all these people have in common? Some of them are, but they all vote like Democrats. And that's one side of the house. On the other, Ben Hornock, Daniel Singh, Pepper Ottman, Sarah Parker Penn, Ocean Andrew, Scott Smith, Alan Slagle, Clarence Stiver, Jeremy Harrelson, Jeanette Ward, John Baer, Tommy Strzok, Abby Angelos, Rachel Rodriguez-Williams, John Winner, Chris Knapp, Scott Heiner, and Representative Mark Jennings. Yeah, they're all conservatives, and they all vote that way. Yep, two sides of the aisle. Fascinating, huh? Way to go there, Albert Somers. Well, I'll go ahead and post the seating chart to CowboyStatePolitics.com so you can take a look at it yourself. Now, of course, now, of course, there's a smattering of people that are seated kind of somewhere other than the other side of the aisle. And this was done for strategic reasons by Speaker of the House Redcoat Albert Somers. But like I said, my friends, when you take a look at it, you've got the Redcoats on one side of the House and the actual Republican conservatives on the other side of the House. It truly is fascinating. But anyway, that's just something for you to chew on this Monday morning after Christmas. That'll do it for today's installment of the program. Have a good week, and we'll talk again on Wednesday. From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.